Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hello, my friends. This is Virginia. Before we head into today's podcast, I want to let you know about a few offers from V. Labasi Transformational Coaching. The first is a three-card oracle reading. This is a half-hour session that I'm offering free of charge. The second is a half-hour coaching session, also at no cost, if you're curious about the process and want to try it out. And the third is a new group program, Reclaim Your Power, that begins May 1st. For more information, you'll find the links to all three of these in the show notes. Get a spot for yourself and be sure to share this with someone you know who might also be interested. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Let's go listen to the podcast. This is episode 54. Today we're talking about a feeling that can best be described as, I just can't, complete with gritted teeth and clenched fists. When we're faced with unending challenges or a sudden crisis, we adapt to carrying the extra load for a while. Sooner or later, something's got to give. V and Pam discuss the idea of a controlled burn of sorts, finding ways to release the tension before it overtakes us. We also ask, how do we reset our nervous systems once the crisis is over to move ourselves out of high alert? We share some simple strategies and ask some thought-provoking questions in this episode. Hi, Pam. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, um, I took one of those right before you pushed, um, well, you started to talk. So <laughs> before I said, hit it, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, Virginia. It's good to see you. It's always good to see you, Pam. And thank you. It's always a pleasure to be here, regardless yeah. of whatever else is swirling around. Is there a lot swirling right now? It feels like there is a lot swirling and um, part of it's me and part of it's people that I know and care about in my various circles. And it's um, that time of year, it's that type of energy. Spring is a time of rebirth and renewal. And we forget sometimes that in order to get to the renewal part, we have to dig up some stuff. Because otherwise, we're just keeping everything the same. And um, I've been talking to a lot of people in the last week or two who are like, I just can't, (laughs) I just can't. Whatever it is that they're wrestling with, they feel like they just can't. Does any of that sound familiar? Oh, yes. (laughs) Like, and (laughs) that's, that's, 
that's a more direct way to put it than what I've been sort of dealing with, which is, oh, I'm so tired, or I, I, uh, I, it's kind of been, oh, please, not one more thing. Like, it's, it's that kind of thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I've done enough. So, so actually saying out loud with like a gritted teeth and fists, I just can't. I actually feel like that's like a radical move of self-care. <laughs> it is a radical move of self-care. I don't know if I've shared this with you. I feel like I've shared it somewhere repeatedly that I've worked with a woman who purposely buys like saucers and cups and dishes at yard sales so that she can smash them. She doesn't care about them in the least. And she just has some periods of life where she's like, I just got to smash stuff. And I'll tell you what, I was recently somewhere with my husband, like an indoor mall complexy area. And there was a storefront that was advertising uh, rooms that you could smash stuff in. Like it's a business. It's <laughs> like, that is brilliant. Whoever thought of that was a way better uh, fortune, te no, maybe not fortune teller, soothsayer than the people that think it's a good idea to have people throw axes. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, we have that here. Yep. I haven't gone. Why is that I a good it. choice? <laughs> Making axes allowed in public. Oh, <laughs> well, I think it's sort of a sport, but but <laughs> I, maybe maybe it's not advised to use when I just can't. Maybe that's right. not good timing. Yeah. Maybe the smash store is a better place to go. <laughs> is that like, is that near where you live? Did you yes. see it there? Oh my gosh. But it's not only there. I feel like I've seen it somewhere else. Like I saw a commercial for it and thought to myself, right. that's a wonderful idea. Oh my, I'm looking it up after we get off because I've never <laughs> heard of that. I mean, I've seen it, you know, you've seen like, you've seen it played out in a movie or something where. Right, right. But yeah, no, I. This woman I know says it's an amazing release and she doesn't care about any of it. So it's not emotionally disrupt. I mean, it's an emotional release, but it's not necessarily to hurt somebody else. She just wants to get that. She just wants to clear the deck, right? So she goes to it. The quickest route she knows how is to just smash a bunch of stuff instead of wrestling with it for like a week. This makes sense to me. It's It's like a planned giant exhale and it's a planned sort of uh you know just that energy of the movement of that like it feels a like a burn yeah that's a good way to, it feels like a yeah a really good way to just kind of like instead of it building up to the point of who knows what yeah explosion wow. right yeah well, this is what we talk about here. Yeah. We talk about where do you feel it in your body? We talk about how do you move that energy through? How do you allow it to move through so that it can dissipate? I feel like we've talked about that here, haven't we? Yes, we have. We have multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. In multiple ways. But it all, uh, not all, but some of it comes down to that. Like self-regulation is partly about what can I do to release this without waiting for it to explode? Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, what's interesting is I think that that was never allowed. That was never even encouraged. It was, uh, and I don't know if this is like, uh, I'm just thinking back when I was little, 
like my brothers went outside and ran all over the place and and yelled and built things and all kinds of things and I was in my room like having a little tea party for one with my dolls and uh, but I didn't ever like getting mad or getting and you know expressing anger that was just something that I felt like I could never ever do um, and the few times in my life that I've quote unquote lost control were the best things that ever happened to me <laughs> right like right. they were they were cathartic I, you know, I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't hurt myself. It was more about just that guttural release of, I just can't, uh, but right. without even those words and just falling to the floor and, you know, angst saying like, I, I surrender. Okay. You know, yep, what's, a, that- what's a different way to do this? Because <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> right. If I had some regular outlets of that I think wow that just sounds that just sounds really good I have to tell you it's probably just where I'm at with life and um, having having just been through so much in the last couple months emotionally with with some family stuff and um, just physically feeling feeling exhausted a lot and Mm -hmm. uh, um, so you know I feel like I'm in the aftermath of that which is just as real and taxing as when when you're in it um it's just it's just not quite 24 7 but it's just these moments of oh man i i just want to run away yeah the fancy word for that is integration Ooh, yeah and the the reality like the word the rest of us use is letting shit settle And every now and then something still blows up a little bit and you go, (gasps) because your nervous system is still on high alert. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. I have been in cycles where I've done that for months afterwards and been like, okay, okay, I got you. (laughs) Like literally hand on heart. I got you. Everything's good. Our mutual friend, Wiley, and I are still walking in the mornings. We're going early now because the sun's getting up earlier and it's warmer out. And she reminded me the other day that it is killdeer season. So a killdeer is a small wild bird that lives in meadows and um, open areas. It's not like a wood bird. Um, And we walk in a place that's got wide open spaces. And the killdeer doesn't build a nest in a tree. It lays its eggs on the ground not in a nest because that would give away their spot, right? So it kind of hides them in a grassy area. And then if um, any type of predatory or threatening creature comes, the killdeer will pretend it's injured and it will drag its wing to draw the predator away from the nest. So these birds are around where we walk and they're not they're not nesting yet, but they're definitely looking for places. And when we walk in the morning, when it's dark, I have been known <laughs> to let out a slight shriek when startled by a killdeer suddenly taking off from the grass right next to me because they make this chirping noise when they do it and there's a rustle. <laughs> so <laughs> talking, about the <gasps> talking about that, it's the same feeling of that startle reflex, only it can be like 27 times a day or more. It can be 27 times an hour sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. And how do we, 
So I have two questions about this, and I don't know if you want to choose one. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. My first question about that is, what are some simple things we can do to kind of come back into our bodies and remind our nervous system that it is actually okay to stand down a little bit, right? So how do we, how do we turn down that knob and recalibrate the nervous system so that it's not so hypervigilant? And second, and this is the one I was thinking about before when you were saying like full-blown tantrum lying on the floor if we don't allow ourselves to get to that breaking point, do we still achieve that level of surrender? Is that something that we have to be willing to do? Even if, like, you certainly don't plan to get to, like nobody plans to lose their shiz, right? You don't plan to get to that breaking point where everything cracks open and you just explode. But at the same time, and at the same time, when we ha- when we're forced to ride, when we are <laughs> drawn to ride that wave, and that level of opening happens, would we get that if we did if we did the controlled burn instead? Ooh. If we released I, it earlier, do you know what I mean? I do, I do. It's kind of, uh, that question is sort of describing my state these days, you know, like <laughs> right. very well. And so, uh, you know, <clears throat> I think it's, I, I don't know if I have an answer for myself, but it's, there's, there's this idea that I want to be holding it together. <laughs> and then this equal side, which is, you don't have to hold it together. Um, but my, <clears throat> I think my, my pathway, my brain is hold it together. Um, <clears throat> so, um, but I definitely have allowed some of the um, unraveling to happen. Some of the, um, like letting go, um, and just to remind myself and you and whoever's listening today, my word for the year is release. <laughs> so when you said all this, I was like, I was like, I keep forgetting that's <clears throat> that's my word. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, and then and then when you said that, I was like, oh hell yeah, you know, like I'm. This is my whole year and forever after to practice that the art of release, right? And to even. I have to say this even to understand it because it's it's just so counter to explode for me it's so counter to let all those out so the idea of that smash room is so appealing because i can i can sort of picture myself starting off like lightly dropping a cup where it won't make too much damage and make too much noise and then by the end just thrashing around and seeing what else there is to break (laughs) so (laughs) i feel like there's there's something here that i have never known about and um i'm so surprised i've never heard of this and you're laughing very wildly so i guess this is uh this is connecting for you (laughs) i die (laughs) the visual image of you like oopsie 
I think I broke a cup to then being like smash, smash with the 20 pound sledgehammer, knocking down the wall of the store and being like, oops, I thought we could smash everything we could see. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't read the fine print or you, you need to put that in writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I think. Oh, that you know, is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, the question is so good though about, you know, how do we help ourselves so we don't get to that completely frazzled uh, point where uh, that's the only option to, is right. to explode. Right. Um, and I, I feel like that's what I've been doing the last month or so. Um, I'm trying to count the, it's been about six weeks since the sort of the height of this uh, family thing that I was dealing with. And, uh, and so, and so I'm not on 24 seven high alert, but I'm on medium high alert. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so that means that I'm still kind of, checking my texts too much every day, you know, during the day, because yeah. am I going to hear from them? Am I going to hear from this other person? Am I going to, what's going to happen? Um, do, you know, do, oh my gosh, did I not respond to that? Like there's, yeah. there's still, there's a lot of sort of communication going back and forth on all this that I have to be aware of, but not all of it. In fact, almost none of it is, is uh, high alert at all. Like it's mostly like uh, something to make, make a call about in the next week or something to send it's nothing that's high alert but but it here's what it feels like i was in the highest waves that like a surfer could desire like that kind of thing just kind of battling things out for a short amount of time and now um when i thought in my head like oh i walked away from the ocean i'm not i'm not in those high waves but really here's what it feels like. I'm still in the ocean and the waves are coming and they're more uh, predictable, um, but they're still regular. And so um, I, my, in, my, my thought is, oh my gosh, it's going to be a big one when actually it's just kind of a repetitive level of a wave. Does that make sense? I've never said it that way, but as you were talking earlier, I was like, I feel like I'm riding a wave here and that's, and I want that to carry me to shore. Um, and maybe I can even just start to swim to shore, but maybe not. I don't know. You know, I think I'm just in this period where I'm kind of recovering and trying to manage that and make it in my timing. I think that's the fighting that I have to let go of. It just, you know, when I actually think of riding a wave and just being in a place where it just that actually sounds like oh I could be there that's not that's not horrible it you know the big ones were horrible and were hard but absolutely necessary but just being able to kind of ride that wave feels like I that actually might be more self-care for me and to keep fighting these feelings of being on alert. What if that's just how it is? I know that's just how it is. I'm saying it right. out loud, but uh, yeah, I'm going to stop fighting as much. So I don't think I really answered your question, but the idea is that I don't think we have to get, you know, get to that big giant point. I do think there's ways for us to help ourselves in between. Um, mostly for me, it's talking to people and mm-hmm. getting support and having a place to share my scared feelings 
and mm -hmm. say some of the things that, you know, I'm like, I can't believe this happened, but I got to tell someone. Um, and I need some help with this, or I can't do that, or I need, I need to do less of this. So it's all that all together. Boy, yeah. <sighs> I know. I know. That's how I feel. <laughs> and you described it so beautifully. And surviving those huge waves is cause for celebration. And recognizing the more regular and slower pace of these new waves is just going to take time. Because there, there's part of you that still always is like, oh, what if another big one comes and I'm not ready for it? Here's the thing, honey. It will. Another big one will come. And I don't say that to say, stay on high alert because you have to keep an eye out for that. I say it to say, yep, that will happen eventually. So for now, while you're feeling the regular swell and rhythm of these gentler waves and you're seeing that more as, oh, this is a new rhythm in my life, a new way of moving through the world. What, like, what tangible step could you take so that you don't feel so compelled to be constantly checking? And that's really like your first question, which is, you know, how do we help ourselves with our nervous system? How do we, right. you know, and the truth is for me, I think I need some help with that. I don't have <clears throat> a... Um, I don't really have a solid understanding of what I need in that area. Um, and because I'm the one that's always in charge and helping other people to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, but I've, I have been thinking about, you know, getting some support with that because I know that there are actual simple tools that I can use and do, but I also think it's just understanding it more. I'm, I'm that person. Yeah. When I understand it more, that alone is a big help to me. I also yeah. get other kinds of help and and do practical things, but but making it not about my shortcomings, but about actually what's physically happening is what right. is what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't think I have shortcomings in this area. I think I'm being very human, but my yes. reaction in the time is just to fight it, try to you know, not really acknowledge that I'm feeling this way so that I can, you know, like I can just bounce back. And right. uh, there's no, <clears throat> there's no real, there's no real need to push this time frame because, correct. you know, as I've gone through loss in my life and different things, um, you know, giving myself the space to actually feel through the whole thing mm -hmm. was, the salve I needed. That was the healing I needed. Right. And, you know, I think I look at this situation um, and I'm purposely not sharing a lot of details because it's, yeah. you know, it's somebody's private life, but just that, uh, you know, I had to be sort of very responsible for someone. And so, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's like 
having a big loss because there is loss there and it's also different and it's you know it's some of it is managing and and taking care of someone and and so um you know it's it's just its own unique thing as as will happen and i i truly believe what you said which is and it will happen again and again mm -hmm. and there will be more things and that's that's actually i'm not afraid of that kind of thing happening um because in my prior way of being for most of my life i shut myself down so much that i didn't feel this stuff right. and i didn't feel the joy stuff i was just kind of in neutral and uh you know in that you know going through the motions of life so there is something very beautiful and precious about feeling some of this deeply um i think i think for myself it's more about getting some support with understanding what's happening and i know there are some practical things i can do to help myself mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. because it's uh it's just this is sort of this part the whole connection with the body part that's my that's my thing that is one of the last things that I've been looking away from. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I am not surprised that this is a big part of what we've been talking about in the last year, because the truth is I really want a different relationship and a better relationship and a deeper relationship with, with the understanding of, you know, my whole self, which includes my body. Right. Um, yeah. Right. What do you think about all this? Whew. Well, um, highly relatable. <laughs> and I know that it's all part of the process and it's all part of transformation and it's all part of the life cycle. And my mouth can make all the right sounds, right? To talk about the words and say, oh, this sounds like this and this sounds like that until someone is actually living in it and through it it's just noises and allowing yourself the time is such a beautiful gift because before you and I would not have. We would have just charged ahead. Things have to get done. People need me. I have responsibilities. I can't put this down right now. I can't focus on myself. I have other things to focus on. And we talk and hear a lot about how the more we push stuff down, the more likely it is to come out sideways. And it does come out sideways. I think there's I think the more controlled burn, like breaking old dishes <laughs> periodically, is a tool for letting off some of that pressure, letting off some of that steam. Um, I also think that we cannot always, I have not yet met anyone who can always control when things fall apart and when we fall apart because it happens life happens. And at the same time, it seems to me like we were talking about practices the last couple of weeks to navigate through a crisis. It seems to me that when we can have even one practice in place, 
something that works for us. It doesn't have to work for anybody else. It has to work for us. When even we can have one practice in place to lean on, it can be as simple as, you know, I'm going to take three minutes and write down what I'm feeling right now come back to it later. Or maybe I don't come back to it later. Maybe I just write it down and get it out of my head. Any way that we can reduce the cognitive load or the emotional load around this deeper primal feeling, emotion, sensation piece, we give ourselves the room to let that expand and release. Does that make sense? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And I, yeah, absolutely. I think I think I'm intuitively doing a few things, mm-hmm. but, you know, I was, I think that like, I mean, like just pausing to breathe and take some deep breaths. And I do like the whole body breathe where I start my hands out down by my side and then they raise up over my heads like a giant starfish. And I just, yes. I just make like, I, I just do that every once in a while because it just feels like. I, I need to get some oxygen into my body. I feel like I've been so tight that I'm not even breathing. Of course I'm breathing, but it doesn't feel like I'm breathing. Yes. And, and I do like a, a long stretch at the end of my bed, just, just to get everything out of my back. And there's, so I'm, I'm intuitively doing those things. I wouldn't have thought of them as ways to help myself, but I have found myself doing more of those lately. So it's kind of interesting that, that, you know, my body wants to help me. (laughs) Yes. And creating movement in your body breaks up the stagnant energy, like you just said. And it also, it invites a release, right? When we stretch our muscles, when we reach to the corners of the room or reach to the ceiling, or we, you know, get down on hands and knees and arch the back into a cat position and then release that, it is literally release. And when we do it in our bodies, it allows us to then be able to settle down and get more clarity with our thoughts and with our emotions, our sensations. Um, I have a friend who's a yoga teacher, and she has said many, many times, uh, yoga is done to prepare the mind for meditation. Because all the poses that we take and all the balance that we do and the strength and the twisting, even down to Shavasana, even down to the rest at the end, it's all a way of moving the body to prepare it for deeper inquiry, right? So um, I feel like we've had a lot to say and I feel like we might have more to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as yeah. always yeah and my my takeaway today is that thought I've been having about getting more support for myself in this area I it's like it doesn't have to just be a thought I can actually do it and like that's that's been another way that I've been trying to help myself mm-hmm. but I just felt like oh it's one more thing to do but actually yeah. it does feel like there's space for it right now Um, beautiful so I even have a couple people in mind that I can connect with and so but it's it's sort of been just to the side and it's been probably been tapping me on the shoulder for a while now Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm taking that away what are you taking away from today what I'm taking away from today is that 
we know. Mm. We say we don't know. We say we don't know what to do next. We say we don't know what we're feeling. We say we don't know how to move forward. We really do because our bodies do. We've conditioned ourselves not to tune into that. And I find that every time I make even three minutes for myself to tune in and breathe and listen, that's where the clarity is found. And that's what helps me figure out what's next. And calming our nervous systems just helps us get there a little faster. That's all. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. Thank you for mm. that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I started off feeling pretty weary and tired. Uh, and I, I actually, I feel like I had a good night's sleep in this moment. Oh, how <laughs> so, wonderful. So I think that this, as I said earlier, just talking about it, having space to get it out of my head and sort of hear it for myself, that always calms me by at least 50% because it's rattling around up there. So yeah. thank you so much as, as always. Um, thank you for just exploring um, where we're both at right now and, and what we're thinking about. Um, we're so grateful to everyone who listens. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for um, supporting us. And uh, we are grateful for you. Pam, it is always a pleasure to be here with you. I always feel like I come out of our conversations with a deeper understanding, a new perspective, better clarity. It, it is always beneficial. Thank you for continuing to show up. <laughs> Thank you everybody here for continuing to support us and uh, to offer your time to us. <sighs> it's an honor and I'm looking forward to seeing what else we have to say about this. Yeah. Well, have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. You sure will. Take good care, Pam. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you spending time with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know, and thanks for your support. Pam and V are certified coaches who love to help people remember who they're truly meant to be. To find out more about working with Pam Davis, you can contact her at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. For more information about Virginia's work, visit her website at www.vlabasi.com. That's www dot vlbassi.com.